Welcome back, everyone, to This Makes No Sense, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm your co-host, Caleb. And I'm Chris. How's it going? I'm not bad, man. How are you? Oh, uh, man, I'm not too shabby myself. I'm, I mean, I can't complain. I can't complain. It's been a... It's been a while since our last episode. Usually we recorded our episodes pretty close together, but I think now we, it was like a week since we last recorded, I think. Yeah, that's the new plan, man. Yeah, that's I think the new I, plan. Like from now on, we're going to start trying to, you know, get weekly episodes out there so there's a bit more consistency, and that should help you guys as the viewers, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> you know, I have a question for you today, Chris. What's that? Do you believe in aliens? No. How come? We just there's no proof, man. So you you need like like visual proof in order for you to like believe there's aliens. I would say so, yeah. I would have to say that uh I think there is aliens out there, but like not what we think of aliens because we kind of think of like these highly intelligent beings that usually are you know more intelligent than we are and they create these dystopian futures with like super futuristic technology and stuff but i think if we were to run into aliens they'd be a lot more simple kind of more like a deer or something you know they kind of just chill eat their food exist you know I feel like it's a very human trait to uh, kind of, I guess, complicate things. You know, I feel like if we did meet another life species, it would be it'd be a simple life form. It would still be pretty trippy, though, man. I would be pretty trippy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I I find it hard to believe that like somewhere out there there isn't something because we have like millions of species of animals just on this planet alone so like if another planet was even like semi-habitable there has to be a life form on there somehow man. maybe man maybe there's just nothing out there at the end of the day that is true it could be just us floating for some reason i saw i saw a theory the other day i want to know what you think of this theory um he said that basically we have this very like brief window because if we think about time instead of just like you know 24 hours a day we just think of time like as the universe right like 13.7 billion years ago like big bang right right <clears throat> and then we've had history but like that was way in the past and then in the future who knows what we have this guy was saying that we live in this brief window where we're actually alive and get to experience this universe but eventually all the human species and animals on this planet is going to go away and we're going to just go back into the universe. And the the theory behind that was we came from stars, right? So the stars exploded and then gave us all of their like atoms and whatever the star was made out of. And so what happened was like a bunch of stars exploded and all of those stars came together to form what we are on Ooh. Earth, right? Right. And then the extra stuff that wasn't formed on, like, that formed the actual, like, Earth, the extra particles or whatever, that's what formed the first creations of life on the planet. And then from there, that's that's how it, you know, evolved into what we have now, humans, dogs, all these different animals. 
It all started from when the stars exploded. I think that's just a pretty interesting fact, but also it's a theory, right? It hasn't been proven, but right, like yeah. it seems kind of reasonable. I don't know. But are we just a meteorite? Pardon? Are we just a meteorite? I mean, yeah, essentially, just floating around a star, which is concerning. The sun is actually much more vital to us than I ever thought it could be. Because the sun, not only does the sun's gravity keep us in orbit, so like that's what makes us go around the sun, is the sun being such a big gravitational force, but it also provides so much heat because it's a star. There's a lot of fucking energy on that bitch. A lot of heat being produced, right? right. The sun's really hot. <laughs> and all of that radiation gets blasted towards like away from it and because we're like at the perfect distance from the sun we get the just right amount of heat for us to survive in these climate conditions right and that's just kind of mind-blowing if you just get down to the deep deep down into like these facts like you really start to see the the intricacies of the universe Guys, just really going off on space tonight, eh? Yeah, I think we might have to make this episode what space fucking, What are you fucking doing? Five minutes straight, just going off on fucking how the world's created, man. I mean, like, aliens, just, uh, that started from aliens. Worrying, man. All I said there was right. That is a little worrying. I just didn't say a word there for fucking five minutes, and you just went off. Yes the fuck <laughs> I feel I feel like someone's been looking too into this <laughs> recently I don't know about you guys here I just I, f- I figured if we're gonna you know decided on a bunch of different topics I figured it might as well do some research on some of these topics and mm-hmm. I just so happened to do topic or sorry research on space so here mm-hmm. we are yeah. Yeah, good for you man talking about the spoose yeah. the spoon the milky way you're basically talking about like how, what you were saying earlier, but like kind of what they did in movies where they go to like Mars and shit, man. Earth like kind of like died out. You know, they go to like Mars or yeah, new like, planet. Yeah, but that we're talking about. More so, there's going to be a time where humans just cease to exist as a species. I feel like that's never going to happen, though. Why? It's never gonna happen because there's always gonna be that reproduction of humans, man. So, well, that's assuming the humans live, but the humans are eventually gonna gonna die off, whether that be it from ourselves or some sort of natural disaster. I wouldn't say every single one would die out, though, man. I feel like eventually it has to. I feel like all things that have been created also must eventually be destroyed. I mean, if we're talking about extinction, like, something has to happen in order, uh, like, for us to die, you know? So you don't think we're just going to do it by ourselves? No, no. I think we either have to, like, kill like kill ourselves off or, like... That's, that's what I mean. Do you think it's... Could we kill it? Like, is that... I feel like that's one of the logical... Or not logical, but one of the reasonable theories behind uh, I don't think it's human extinction. No, because there's always going to be that one person left alive. Yeah, but what about global warming? We're kind of doing that to ourselves. Well, that's just... We're killing Earth. And then Earth's going to kill us, human. 
So does that count as us killing ourselves, or does that no, count as a natural disaster? Like, well, probably is natural, yeah, disaster, man, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, things that bi- have been created must eventually be destroyed. You know. I mean. And the human race was created, so therefore, the human race must eventually be destroyed. I mean, I don't think so, man, because we're kind of like, we might be killing the world, but we're kind of changing the world at the exact same time. In a good way, or the planet isn't exactly, I don't know if the planet's better with us on it We all know this planet's not going to be survivable for much longer here, man. Okay, that's just a common knowledge. Like... That's completely the human fault. So, but wait a minute. What if what if we do go to like Mars? Eventually, the humans are just gonna die on Mars. I feel like if we ever go to Mars, I hope Mars is like Earth by then. But if Mars, I mean, Mars has to like just be different because it's like just differently positioned in space, you know. Like, it doesn't have the same orbit as gonna, Earth does. They're going to do some sci-fi, like, shield shit, man, around the Mars. You think we're going to yeah. get, like, a giant force field to stop? Yep. Anything's, anything can happen, man. Anything. Honestly, I'm very curious to what our current scientists are working on towards the they're realm doing, of new discoveries. They're doing nothing. That's what I mean. Like, it doesn't really feel like we're making any new discoveries. It almost feels like humans have kind of, like... Come to a halt on their creativity. I mean, I guess that's just what we think at the end of the day, man, so... Well, of course it's what we think, but what we think is no less valid than what other people think. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if we're, like, um... There's probably shit happening behind closed doors, man. We just don't know, right? Yeah, and I want to I know what that stuff is. But, like, they're not going to tell us, right? Well, no shit, but like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless you're going to become one of those scientists, man. Well, I'm going to eventually. Somebody's got to tell this world to do what to do, bro. This world's lost as hell. Why do you say that, though, man? Because I just... I feel like maybe... I don't know. To be honest, it, it's kind of like a combination of things. It's not one particular thing, right? So, in his, in history, there was like... No, that's that's the wrong way to start that sentence. I apologize. Um, history usually repeats itself over the course as it sorry continues, and every so often it repeats essentially like the same patterns in existence. And this kind of like is what propels us humans forward, and why we've made so many progress in our civilizations. Right. Yeah, because history yeah. keeps repeating itself in these certain patterns, and these are based on historians, by the way. I I didn't just make this bullshit up. I was watching history. History. history channel shit. history channel yeah, love documentaries about no history but um not really it was kind of boring sorry distracted <laughs> the, on a yeah no they were talking about how there's uh patterns in history and they repeat themselves i don't remember how often they repeated themselves it's i think it was like a, every 160 every 260 years something like that but right, they were yeah, basically yeah, yeah. broken up into four blocks and the the pattern that they were saying is the first the first block essentially is kind of like you, know, you just you just kind of like got out of hard times you know like for example the war right so in the war 
there's usually like some big what war. It doesn't matter what war. No, Whatever it does war matter. you it really doesn't. No, Whatever it does war matter. you want, it really no, doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. No, to me it matters. It doesn't. To me it matters though. Can you name a war though? Just pick whatever war you want. What's your favorite war? Why don't you just name one, man? World War One. Thank you. After World War One or any war, the first block is essentially we're we're over war. Now we gotta try to flourish, right? So the the idea is to try to like flourish and like create a cool, good society where everyone is safe and happy. So that's the first block. Everyone's safe, happy, and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but in the historians say in the second block, what happens is because the first block's working on trying to make everything joyful and good, the the second block, that generation that ra- is raised there, get kind of um, soft in a way and nice in a way because they're not raised in the the dangers of the world. They're right, raised in the, right. they're trying to get the joy and stuff, right? right, right. And so then the second block's generation raises the third block generation. And then in the third block, what happens is these people were only raised on joy. They don't recognize the danger of the world. And because of that, they expose a lot of danger to these people accidentally. And so the third block is kind of always on edge and not really sure what is happening because they were raised by the joyous people who were raised by joy, who wanted joyous people, but they don't know that there's danger, but these people are aware. The third block people are aware. So then we get to the fourth block people who are raised by the third block people. And because the third block people are kind of confused and don't necessarily know what they're doing, um, the third block people are more likely to end up causing conflict amongst each other. And that usually ends up leading to some sort of war front or war effort, right? So they'll kind of like start the initiative in the third block. And then the fourth block is usually the generation that's raised in the chaos, Right, so there's already a bunch of shit happening, already a bunch of war happening, or like just random stuff. And the fourth generation thinks that that's normal. The danger is normal, right? Because they're raised right. in that generation. Yeah. And then history repeats itself by going back to block one because the fourth generation raises the first block, and the first block again is got to create the joyful society because they were raised by the fourth generation that knows is of the danger. So they teach the danger to the first block generation and then the first block generation says danger is bad we have to make joy and so then history repeats itself over and over again try to create joy create weak minds and people that cause distress and create conflict amongst the communities that causes war and chaos and then it repeats itself you know so uh i'm gonna ask you this man what block is right now well, according to that documentary, the current block that we're in is block four, which is the chaos part. What is chaos? Uh, this is nothing. But this, but keep, but this is the thing. Our parents' generation would be the third block. So essentially, what the historians were saying is that the our parents somehow caused conflict in the world. So now there's a bunch of conflict in the world and chaos in the world and somehow our parents generation caused that and like the actual details of how that happened i'm not too sure but like they're saying we're in the fourth block like we're already in the chaos and they're also saying the people that were born in this generation like you and me because we're only 21 right we're the people age like that man (laughs) we're the people like fucking orange juice we're the people who are like essentially 
we're, we're either going to be fighting in the war or we're going to be trying to create the joyous society. Like that's that's our part in history. You're saying the war hasn't happened yet. Well, I'm I'm saying like we're kind of like in the midst of the chaos. Like we don't actually have a physical war like World War One, but like there's the Ukraine war, so you can use that as an example. We haven't like we're not even a part of that. No, we're not. But no. at the same time, I, we're just there's a bunch of well, you can look at online because of all the online stuff and how you can just like do things anonymously because like how are they gonna know who you are, et cetera. You can, like, kind of get away with a lot of stuff. So I feel like a lot of people are creating conflict online because it's easier to get away with creating conflict online. And that lets them get their, like, um, bad their bad side out. Everybody has, like, a dark side, right? Like, that's just part of life. And they, they take it out on the internet, right. essentially. They and then mask. that creates conflict. They can mask, right? Maybe. Yeah. Mm. So they take it out on the internet. And that just causes a whole bunch of problems because people see that this other person is doing it and think that that is now an okay thing to do. And then it's all just this toxic cesspool of bad... Toxicity? Just bad influences to each other. Well, that's always going to happen, man. I feel like that happens in a joyful time, too. I mean, probably... To be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure what our current conflict is. Like, the historians say we're in chaos, but... I feel like these historians are kind of <coughs> full of shit. The historians are definitely questionable for sure. You know, you know what I was reading today? What's that? How the Bible wasn't even written by God, man. Fucking know that. You know, I'm going to have to say I kind of assume that because like, mostly just because I don't believe in God, but. Me either, man, but Find here we are. We're talking about the Bible. We are talking about the you know you know something interesting about the Bible. What's that? The Bible was not originally wrote in English. The Hebrew, man. Yeah, and it was also written a long ass time ago. So like, it was written like for example, BC man. It yeah, was like, it was like a long. So a bunch of languages have yeah. been written after that, right? right. Yeah. So what happened is the Bible has actually been translated like probably like hundreds of times through different languages. And so the actual accurate translation of the Bible is still up for question because we have we there's been so many translations like for example somebody that was originally reading it in Hebrew translated yeah, it to whatever right. their language was yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. and so if that chain continues for however many languages it was translated there's bound to be something ending up getting wrong I don't know if you've ever been on Google Translate on and then you've like typed in a yeah, word and then you yeah, just keep switching yeah, it back yeah, and forth yeah, like eventually yeah, the translation yeah, just gets yeah. absolutely whack and you have no idea how that happens but that's essentially what happens there i mean you i'm sorry man i was um you know the bible is actually made up of several other books you what? know that is it actually it is what, what are the books it's just I, <laughs> don't be you think i know the books man they're well, just i thought fucking, you know i think there is a i think there's a book no i think one of the author, authors of one of those books man was paul his name was just straight up paul yeah, and moses you know moses right yeah, yeah he was the guy with the, the ark right who the fuck was moses then? Uh, no that was noah noah's ark yeah that's noah's ark who's yeah. moses then um, i actually don't know who moses is yeah, to be fair what i read there was uh moes Mo- Moses, <gasps> Moses is like so. I think slavery, slavery, and like Israel or something. 
He stopped it. He like he was one of the first protesters. Oh, so he's that. not the guy who split the sea. Or he guided he guided the the slaves to freedom. Was it through the sea? I swear Moses split the sea. Maybe, man. I think he did to be honest. You know what I think it was? I think I think Moses split the sea and then took the prisoners across the sea to rescue them. And well, he through the sea, right? Yeah, like yeah, he was yeah, like yeah, yeah. part ways, see? Yeah, and then he like, you know, yeah, opened it up his, and then his staff. Yeah. Shit, yeah, because yeah, I remember paintings about this guy. Yeah, and he had like a staff, yeah. long beard, big clothes and he was like the guy who split the sea or God split the sea for him. I'm not too sure how that works. I'm not a big Bible fan. I'm actually the only reason I know I think is from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think. You learned you learned some history in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I think there's a weapon called the Moses Staff or something. That's it's pretty sick, man. That's actually kind of interesting. Pretty sick, man. Yeah. I the only the only Assassin's Creed that I remember playing is Unity, which was based on, oh, yeah, I think, yeah. the French Revolution. That was the game with like you can play like four players, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like I think it's either one of, if not the only, multiplayer Assassin's Creed. Mm, damn, I should have turned that off, hey, but damn. What? You know what, yeah, no, the, there's multiple Assassin's Creed that have, I think Unity was the first. Unity was probably the first. Unity was the first, and then, was there any more? I don't think there was, to be honest. I don't. The only one that I remember is Unity, and I think after that, they just went back to single-player mode. Yeah, I, I just I'm drawing a blank on the fucking Assassin's Creed. What was after Unity? I don't. Black, I think no? it was Syndicate. Syndicate, or I was thinking Origins. It was yeah, it was one of those two. I remember getting Origins change. for my birthday. I do remember you saying. That, and I think yeah. that was after Syndicate, so I think it went Syndicate Origins, and then Odyssey. Is that no Odyssey. No, it went. Recent, really yeah, there was recent. the one before. There was one before Odyssey that was. Greek based or something or Viking based or some shit. There was like ancient mythology in it, like Greek mythology or no, something like gods. The Viking one was after Odyssey. Well, wait, what? Yeah, the that's like is that the newest one? Yeah, I think the Viking one is the newest one for sure. Yeah. So, <clears throat> okay, so what the what came after um, Origins? Yeah, I can't fucking think of it, man. It's was it not Odyssey? It had to be Odyssey, I guess. One was Origins on your birthday, man. That was like that was like years ago, though, like 2018 or some shit. Sixties. Okay, that makes sense because Odyssey probably came out in 1920. Yeah, so the, so maybe it did yeah. go Origins into Odyssey yeah. into Vikings or whatever the newest yeah, one is. Yeah, yeah. Valhalla. Man, yeah, that's not a game actually. If I enjoyed single player games, I think I would play yeah, that one because yeah. it looks pretty fun. But yeah. I just don't enjoy single player. Yeah, I think I heard bad reviews on Valhalla, but really, Odyssey was really good. If you yeah, like all that shit, bro, Odyssey was it. I heard I heard a lot of good reviews about Odyssey. Yeah. I've actually just in general heard a lot of good reviews about most of the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, it's Ubisoft, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah. Ubisoft doesn't particularly have the best reputation for producing well quality games, but yeah. I will admit they do have their their you know, their moments of glory. There are times where 
Ubisoft really comes through and gives you like a special moment in gaming. Yeah. Like Assassin's and, Creed Unity, despite yeah, all of its flaws, it definitely gave me something new in my gaming career, and yeah. that was like a big part of my life. I think so. It has its flaws, but definitely has its moments. They, actually, I think they really just make games for like really good games for a short period of time, and then it just dies. It has to die. Just the uh, the games in general, or the ideas of good games. Like you the think? games, like they they make games for like the concepts really good until yeah. like until it starts it's getting dragged out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, says that. Do you think that's what happened with Destiny? Oh, uh, Destiny was the the only reason. Wow, space again, eh? Space Destiny. Um, the only reason what happened to Destiny was because they made Destiny Two, man. I yeah, but um, it they was fucked that up. If they just left Destiny alone and just kept on building off of Destiny itself, it would have been probably one of the greatest games. You don't not, so you don't think that Destiny would have died off like Yeah, because like you had to start fresh. Everyone loved that you can just like had like your your like maxed out character and then all of a sudden they made a new game with like a whole like the same shit that's in Destiny but a new game. Uh, it's one of those, it's one of those, I feel like that's a bit of a financial issue at the end of the day. You have to, you have to continue making profit. And if you're not selling more than just one game, you can only make profits off that one game. And as soon as everybody buys a copy of that game, why are they going to buy another copy, you know? So then they have to make a new game. That's, uh, that's where, uh, like the fucking, uh, DLCs come in clutch, man. You know how big the Destiny DLCs were, man? I, I, I wouldn't they get a bad reputation because there's like a fuck how many DLCs are in there there was like two in the two or four in the original there was like four yeah and the last one was like Taking King I think no Rise of Iron yeah it was like Rise no? of Iron no Rise of Iron wasn't really a DLC yes it was yeah. wasn't it more of an event no no it was a DLC yeah. Yeah, it was I don't know there's like four or something in like Destiny 2 right now too or something like that if you combine all of those DLCs, yeah, that's like eight DLCs. And all all the DLCs, each one is like sixty bucks, and you have to buy each one to even play the one that you want to get. That's like a whole ass game you in know itself. What I'm yeah, that's how they make profit. But like, why did you make a new game for that? Yeah, it's kind of could have just built off of Destiny. They definitely fucked up their marketing there, but the, yeah, that's that's the other thing though. They they. I feel like they made Destiny 2 because they were trying to switch from a business model and or trying to switch to a different business model and they didn't know how to do that. Because, well, actually, if you kind of think about it in a way, it does make sense because Destiny, like the original Destiny, you have to buy the game itself yeah, and the yeah, DLC. Yeah, yeah, but with yeah, Destiny yeah. 2, you get the game for free, but you have to buy the DLC, right? So... It's almost like they're trying to incentivize you to play the game and then to get extra content is why you buy it. So it feels like it was making Destiny 2 was like a marketing ploy to try to get more people into Destiny. And then the way that they keep them there is by giving them DLC to play through. Yeah, it's just... But at the, I, so I think so it's, that might be why it wouldn't have worked with Destiny I think it's 1. like the, the refresh, right? Like at the end of the day, like, like you had to start over in Destiny 2 whole new game start over right 
Well, that would have lost fans probably, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm trying to say, like, yeah. they probably did it to try to get more fans. Yeah, yes, like start fresh. So like if you have to, if you have to page. buy Destiny One and then buy the DLC, right? Yeah, yeah, and then if you keep cool. adding DLC, people are going to be less likely to get into Destiny because you have to buy Destiny, right, then yeah, buy that yeah, DLC yeah. and that one and that one. But with Destiny Two, it's it's almost like psychologically tricking you to be like, you know, you don't have to buy the game, you just have to buy the DLC. So it almost like tells your brain like, oh, I can play the game and I don't even have to buy it. And yeah. I can do other things if I pay extra, but I don't have to pay extra. Yeah, but I think it, when Destiny 2 released, I think you had to pay money for it. Yeah. It wasn't a free game. No. Tell, yeah, because I think, I think they got so much criticism, they changed it to free. You know, they probably did get a lot of criticism for they that. They got like a whole bunch of criticism, I think, and then changed it to free. I don't think it was free at the start, though. You might be right by that. That might have been like a... A recent change to maybe do exactly what I said to try to get more people in, yeah. into Destiny. It would be crazy if like Destiny was like real life though. At the same time, you want to go shoot aliens? Shoot aliens, drive like fly fucking spaceships through the galaxies, man. I mean, life is kind of life is kind of like that, just not that advanced. You know. I think one of the coolest thing about video. I don't know about you, but. In my opinion, video game sorry, voice crack. Video games have taught me more than school has ever. Mm. And like that I'm not saying that just like in the sense that I like video games so I want to keep playing them. I'm saying that in the sense of like I can do math better because I've played Minecraft. You know what I mean? Like because I've played Minecraft, mm. I actually am better at doing mathematics, architecture, and geometry just because yeah, of I've played a yeah, video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also like um, farming and chemistry. I'm getting better at farming and chemistry just by playing Minecraft because I'm breeding yeah. pigs and getting this, and then I have to use these crafting recipes to get this. And because Minecraft is based on like IRL tools and yeah. stuff, you yeah. kind of already have an idea of like how things go together. Do you know what really taught you life? What? Stardew fucking Valley, man. Stardew Valley also taught me a lot about life. That game is patience so good. mainly. That game's so good, man. A lot about patience that game's a very patient i am very that game's almost like an inspiration to me because i was coded by one man yeah it's pretty crazy the entire game coded by one man and uh, when did it release man like i don't know oh that was like wait wasn't it like 2008 or 2012 something like that no 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 not that early you don't think it was that early no 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 i think it was like 2016 around there oh really that yeah. late yeah 100 percent it's not that old of a game, I don't think. I thought it was a pretty old game, but... I'm pretty sure, like, it's definitely in the 2010s, like, up in there. I'm just... It's a very big inspiration because it's been coded by one man. It almost gives me, like, a feeling that I can do that, too. What was your favorite part about Stardew, though? Like, what was your favorite thing to do? I don't... That's, that's the thing about Stardew. I didn't enjoy one particular thing. I enjoyed the game because mm. if I wanted to do this, I go do that. And if I wanted to do this, I go do that. And yeah. regardless of what I chose to do on a particular day, it was always helping me in some way. Yeah. You know, I wanted to go fish because I want I like fishing. Sure, it might not be yeah. as valuable as going to the cave, but at least I still get money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Like, I just, I enjoyed the fact that I could do whatever I want and also still make a little bit of progress. It gave yeah. me a sense of purpose in a way. Yeah. Just for doing stupid shit, like continuously fishing for yeah. an entire year. Yeah, you make money off of anything on that game. 
That's the, uh, the pretty crazy to me. Yeah. I, I kind of I, I have a love hate relationship ship with sandbox games like that where it's like you can do anything because I can I know like I can do anything but because I can do anything what can I do you know what I mean there's so mm-hmm. many options it's almost like I get option paralysis and can't make a decision yeah you're still talking about Stardew or just like yeah another game? I mean just I mean most I was mostly talking about Stardew but it can yeah. apply to other games too like I, I just feel like, like sometimes it can be hard to make a decision yeah I feel like Stardew did a good job on the pathway though Oh yeah, like the you can like uh, choose what way you want to go. Kind of like yeah, then they kind of like all connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely very well designed. That's for sure. Do you think you ever gonna own a farm when you're older? I'm not. I uh, I don't know. Um, I might own one, but I don't know if I'd ever live on one. You know, if I get the money, I might invest in like a farmland. You're maybe, not gonna run it though. But I'm, yeah, I don't know if I could run it. You're just going to buy it and then make other people run it? Yeah, and get, let somebody else do it. They'll live on the farmland. And yeah, then, that's pretty interesting. You know, and they'll just be their job, essentially. I feel like that's good in two ways. I feel like, one, I'm providing jobs for people, and then, two, I'm providing farms for other people, and three, I'm providing housing for people. If you look at it that way, I guess, yeah. And four, I'm providing financials for myself. You're just gonna win, like, win, win, win. You're just gonna run like a whole farm, like uh, just any sort of farm, or um, I if I were to run a particular farm, it would be one that didn't kill animals. I feel like I'm traumatized from my previous experience working at a invisceration plant. Yeah, yeah. But why not, man? You're gonna have to kill the animals. I don't have to kill them. What's the point of the farm? Well, I mean, if I get a if I get a cow plant? farm, I can just like make a bunch of milk, cheese, all those. Or maybe I get a chicken farm and just harvest their eggs. Or maybe I just, not even animals. What if, maybe I just do crop farms. I feel like chickens are like the best way to go, man. I you honestly know, like, would have to agree. They just keep on laying eggs. They fucking mate. Make more people or more chickens to make more eggs. I think farming is, eggs. I think farming is a really smart thing to do. But I also think like, not something that I want to do. It's because you don't want to like see animals butts all day and i it's more of a it's more of a guilty factor of myself you know if i were to do it for myself like kill the animal to eat it myself i'll kill the animal because at least i'm doing it to feed myself right but if i'm doing it to feed other people that's not a strong enough moral reason for me i just feel like a dick because like i don't need this food but yet i kill it when other people are capable of getting their own food via either another establishment or like by their own method right like i don't technically need to be killing it and so that kind of like gives me like a guilty conscious when i do it yeah i get what you're saying there yeah i feel like i feel like i wouldn't have to like i feel like the pig would have to die of like old age yeah i would i would make the pig like live a like a very wonderful life oh yeah and then kill it (laughs) and then eat it (laughs) Like That's what I'm gonna fucking do to it. You're just gonna like, uh, gonna I mean, at least, it. at least it lived a good life before you killed it. That's what I'm fucking saying. I'm gonna give that like pig its good life, like have kids, have whatever, and then eat it. I mean, I'm, give me bacon. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like complaining. Nah, I don't want to say complaining, but like, 
kind of like saying how I don't want to kill these animals because I'll feel guilty. But at the same time, I know. at the same time, it's like animals aren't as aware as we are. So like, do they even know they're alive? Like they're alive for that sure, the but most, do they know they're alive? They know they're alive for but sure. But how do yeah. we know that they know? How do they know that we know that we are alive? They don't. Maybe they don't. But how do? But we don't know what they know. And because we don't know what they know, how do we know if they even know they're alive? Look, at this point, like, what's the point of even watching this podcast if the podcast is just going to even be life on its own? What? Yes. Oh, would you look at the time? You like that? That's a great fucking life. Life. Life gives you a lot of wonderful things. What are the day, ladies and gentlemen? If What's life the quote? Give you, you phone, give your phone. Oh. Give your phone, give your quote. Let's get the quote of the day, guys. We need your quote. We need your quote before we end it because this podcast is, n- this makes no sense. Doesn't make any sense. You know, we talked about space into the Bible. No oh, aliens and then space. Aliens into space. Caleb had that five and into the Bible. Into the Bible and then interruptions happened. We you don't know that. Oh, wow. If you guys can tell us where the interruption was, you'll yeah, get a special prize. Yeah, that's it's gonna be anyway, so. Anyway, the quote of the day quote of the day today, guys, is you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. By Margaret Margaret Thatcher. Wow. Remember that. No matter how many times you lose, keep fighting, and eventually you'll persevere. 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 Very inspirational there, Caleb. Nice job. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have, folks, because we're lazy motherfuckers. Just kidding. I'm not. The only time we swear on this podcast is right there. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're lazy, man. I'm fucking lazy. Okay. Fuck off with that. Don't fucking get me started on this shit. Fuck off with that.